Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. <laughs> Revzy, I'm excited for this episode. Why? Because we are breaking form. Oh my god. We're doing an AMM. An AMM. An AMM. An AMM. An AMM. An AMA. Now listen to me. Yeah. DLs. We need to have a sit down. We've got a bone to pick with some of you. What are you even doing on Instagram if you don't know what an AMA is? For context. Yes. We posted on the We Don't Have Time For This podcast Instagram, which I highly recommend you follow, at We Don't Have Time For This. Right? Wow. <laughs> that was like the end of a political ad. I know, it was a little bit like that. But we did put up there an AMA. Box. As in a question box. And AMA stands for... Ask me anything. But you wouldn't believe how many people slid into the question box asking us, what's, what's an, an AMA? AMA? And listen... Not to dumb shame you, but <laughs> we said in this text, it's our annual AMA episode. And then on the box, it said, ask me anything. And you still asked. Yeah. So you know what? You must have young children is all. I'm, you know what? I'm extending empathy and understanding. You must have young children and you haven't got your brain back. And also, little tip, <laughs> if there's an acronym that you don't know, try Google. Hey, you could Google it. Don't expose yourself. Do you know, the other day, my mum goes, what's LMFAO? And I was like, oh, mum. And I didn't patronise her because I hate it when I don't know something Mm. like directions. Mm -hmm. And my husband goes, what do you mean you don't know how to get home? Yeah, and I go, shut up. I feel stupid. So the other day when my mum. what do you mean you don't know how to get home? That feels extreme. (laughs) She revs. I thought we were going to be open and understanding. I cannot navigate my way around Sydney to say, literally to save my life. I actually know this about you. And also, even though you're a woman and you can yes. do many things at once and wear many hats, you can't seem to drive and do anything else. No, it's something I'm really ashamed of right. and am genuinely embarrassed by. Right, and be- you should be a little bit. Fuck off. <laughs> it's very fuck bad. Fuck off, I'm being raw and vulnerable here. It makes me feel stupid. It's that thing in life that I'm like, fuck, why can't I retain information about directions embarrassing fact if you were to ask me right here and now how do I get to your Pilates studio Mm -hmm. how long have I been going there every day for like three four months yeah couldn't tell you (laughs) need to pull up it's on a main road shush I'm being honest okay sorry I am holding space I'm direction thank you I'm directionally challenged okay you are you are so back to my mum when she said Gemma what does LMFAO stand for? Instead of responding how I wanted to, which was, are to you laugh your fucking, fucking kidding me? <laughs> what century are you from? I said, oh, mum, it just means laugh my fucking ass off. And she went, oh. And then I knew from that moment, I changed her life. <laughs> I educated her and she would go forth and always, do you know go what? Go forth? <laughs> Knowing what LMFAO meant. <laughs> Well, do you remember I-L-Y-S-M? Yeah. I love There's, you so much. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The youth. <laughs> the youth were posting that all over Instagram, like yeah. my young teen cousins. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And you know what I did? I fucking Googled it. And it came up straight away. And I didn't have to embarrass myself. Well, you could afford to Google some other things, Gem. Instead of texting me and the good mum, like how much many meals of Nurofen do I give to a two-year-old? <laughs> you could actually Google that. Or I could just read the label. Yeah, you could read the label. You could ask Alexa. You could do a lot of things. 
things. Dude, don't trigger Alexa. Oh, sorry, sorry, Alexa, shush. Shush. <laughs> On this, I was like today years old, showing yes. my age, when I learnt what TLDR meant. Have you seen that one going around? TLDR. No, I, I reckon I can work this out. T, say it again. TLDR. To live. <laughs> okay, it's too long, didn't read. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's that, a new one. That's a new one was for this gen, right? Who's wow. like, give me a three second TikTok. Don't make me read an article. TLDR. But people will literally put up an article and be like, TLDR, but the headline really spoke to me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good TLDR. One. Okay, committing that to memory. Yep filed under acronyms thank you brain (laughs) should we get to the amas but first play the intro we have a thousand things to do but we'd rather chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids we don't have time for this just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast Hello and welcome to a special episode of We Whoa. Don't Have Time For This. We are doing AMAs with me, Gemma Pranita, <laughs> a.k.a. Gemma Peanut, on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Rebs. Hello. Hello, Rebsity Doodah. Hi. Should we just tuck on in? Tuck on in. Pick yeah. an AMA question. Yeah, I'm diving straight Ask in. Ask me anything. Because we've got a lot. We've got a lot. So let's pound through it, shall we? Oh my God, there's so many. It's so overwhelming. We're so upset. Okay, let's start with something heavy. Okay. Oh, God, why? What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, shit. Well, I know yours. What? Eminem. <laughs> True story. Eminem. Yeah, I love an Eminem Vomit song. Vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Oh, my God. You go for the most basic, eight-mile, <laughs> famous Eminem. I'm more nuanced and niche. Okay, okay. What's your go-to karaoke song? My go-to song is Love the Way You Lie Okay. by Eminem featuring Rihanna. I'm gonna stand that one yeah okay cool 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 cool, what's yours i don't really have one because i fun fact hate karaoke i know her jaw's on the floor but i I actually hate yeah because i don't like watching everyone else's and i also don't like my own getting up and doing i don't believe you i i know it's kind of incongruous with everything i like about life i think we need to go to a karaoke bar i don't like it what if it was just us i but this is it's well maybe hang on hang on on. can you duet with me yes okay then i'm there yeah i'm there if we duet you know what we could do we could do baby let's cruise Oh, it's a bit romantic. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking more like Atomic Kid. you were drunk on booze and I was drunk on life, yeah, we'd yeah, yeah. really get into it. All right. Well, maybe if we could do it, I'm there. Okay. Actually, I think I've worked something out. I come from Thailand. Yeah. Can do a karaoke bar. The Asian culture is all about it. So my whole childhood mm-hmm. upbringing, you know how every year in my teens mm-hmm. went to Thailand because yep. part of the custody with my parents. Yeah. What Thailand absolutely crushes is bowling alley mixed with karaoke fucking nation no one ever asked those two things to be together but i love that it works i bet it does actually and there's obviously a bar obvi Obvi. disco lights bowling yep karaoke staff just serving you drinks sugary mojitos yeah sugary mojitos you know it Mm. it's a vibe yeah i'm 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 there for that you would get yeah i'd be well i feel like karaoke bars in australia not so good i feel like it's a little bit like a mini australian idol and be honest do you like watching other people do karaoke or yeah you just like doing it i just want to indulge in it and just pretend i'm christina aguilera for a day and we could do moulin rouge oh my 
God, I'm triggered. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, wait, what? Oh, nothing. No, nothing. No, unpack. No, I think we tried to sing that once without any prep for some audition or something. They're like, do you know Moulin Rouge? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, sing that. And we're like, all right. We hadn't prepared. And was it awful? It was terrible. Oh. You've got to prepare harmonies with licks. Then you know what happens. What? We need a redo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Redo. All right. All right. Redo. We need to revisit the trauma. Lady Marmalade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Creole Lady Marmalade. Yeah, you're trying to get me to do it now and I'm not prepared. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next Uh, quizzy. Gem. Yes. Why don't you drink? Because I'm high on life. Okay, but really, why don't you drink? So I used to have many stories, as in versions of why I don't drink. Mm -hmm. So once upon a time... I used to say that I was allergic to alcohol mm-hmm. because it got people off my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight away. Yeah. It was like, Shut oh, it down. and actually people would feel sorry for me. Yeah, great. Two, like, two for one. They'd be like, oh, baby, Paul. yeah, okay, have a mocktail. Like, feel <laughs> so amongst sorry, it. I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the truth of the matter is I have immature taste buds mm-hmm. and I just straight up don't like the flavor of alcohol. I'm going to challenge you on the immature taste buds. Yeah. You eat the funkiest, most umami shit when we go to restaurants. I didn't say I didn't have an eccentric taste bud. Okay, but like you love oysters. Love it. You love that umami vibe that goes through Asian food. You'll always order this weird spicy, sorry, it's not weird, it's just not my culture, (laughs) papaya salad that's like, that smells wrong. That doesn't smell like it's for human consumption. Salt on pineapple? Salt on pineapple, yeah. So I would challenge that you don't have a mature taste bud. I think you just flattered by the way. No, but you just don't have a palate because you haven't drunk wine ever. I ha- I have. Sorry, you have drunk wine, wine, but you haven't like. None of us like the taste of mm. alcohol or wine or spirits when you start. It's something that grows on you and your palate develops. So I just didn't let it grow on me. Just didn't give it enough of a shot, babe. Shots, I did. <sighs> oh, but the, the fucking. Pun intended. Yep. Actually, it wasn't intended, but it was a good one. Well, tequila I liked yeah. once upon a time. I just used to drink to get wasted. Okay, I've never like sat and enjoyed a yeah. glass of wine. I haven't sipped it and gone, mmm, smooth. <laughs> and then enjoy the languid, relaxed feeling that comes with it. I just don't know how you parent without a two wine yeah, buzz. A lot of people ask me that. Yeah. And I don't... I, I, it's why you hate bedtime bath time so much. <laughs> you I, don't have a two wine buzz. Can I be vulnerable? Yeah. I feel left out. Oh, no, I do. I I know I am. (laughs) I want to be part of the drinking club, but I can't fake that I like a wine. No, and nor should we encourage you forcing yourself to be into that either. But it's amazing how much my non-drinking can trigger some people. Mm. I've met some people and they'll be like, oh, what do you want to drink? Let's have a wine. And I go, oh, I don't drink. And then they go... Oh, oh, good on you. Oh. Yeah, and it's kind of like this backhanded, oh, well done. Sounds like a them problem. Totally. Mm. I used to feel like, oh, I'm the buzzkill of but the yeah, group. That's the thing about Gem, though. You're not. Like, no. You can hang. I can hang. Yeah. I'm the last woman standing. Yep. I'll go till 3 a.m. You, you catch vibes. Yes. And I know I can come to your house, open a wine, sink two or three of them, and we can be on the same vibe. Absolutely. Yep. I catch- and then you can drive me home. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Deso driver for everyone. You stopped driving drinking in uni because you didn't want to spend the money on it look there's definitely a part of me that doesn't see the value yeah in alcohol <laughs> i genuinely don't 
Um, Never seen more value in anything in my life. I know. People will feel differently. You know what? Some people like nice homewares. That's me. Other people like booze. Some people like booze and nice homewares. That's you. (laughs) (laughs) That's where it started, I feel. Look, I did get alcohol poisoning once. Yeah, yeah. In my early 20s. That was really dark and I had to call my mum and she literally scraped me off a mattress on the floor Mm -hmm. in a boy's boarding house. True story. Had to have your stomach pumped. Had to have my stomach pumped. I was so drunk. So I don't want to revisit that. Mm. And then being the semi-control freak I am, I don't like feeling out of control. And yeah. alcohol makes me feel out of control. I'm not yeah. like a violent drunk. I'm more of a, eh, but I'm sloppy and I'm a liability. Yeah, and yeah. No one's got time for that. I mean, um, yeah, goals. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm comfortable in is the knowing that I'm a good time without boobies. Exactly, you are. I don't need you it. You totally are. Yeah. So that's that question answered. Fantastic. Next. Refs. Yes. Here's a good one for you. If you won the lottery. Which I'm going to. Would you tell people? Oh. I don't think I would. Talk it up. Well, because more money, more problems. Yeah. As Diddy once said, or whoever said it, (laughs) don't at me. I think if people know you have a ton of money, they're going to come for you, right? People are going to be like, help me with this, or maybe you could support this. or Not that I wouldn't want to do those things, but I think that would be exhausting. Yes. So I think I would quietly enjoy my riches on the DL. Would you have a cover story? Like oh. if you suddenly like, okay, it let's just elaborate. <laughs> no, I know it feels elaborate, but let's do a situation where you've won $20 million, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. And like, you... how's an art director on a yacht in Greece for a month? <laughs> oh, so you would go and hire a yacht and I be would. in Greece for a month. I would. Yeah, that was my question. Like, would you upgrade your home? Would you buy McMansion? Because you simply can. Yes, I would. So what would your cover story be? Uh, maybe Inheritance? Oh yeah. I don't know how you'd pull that off. I don't but, know. But what they know that your parents are alive. Mm, yeah. Oh, help me. What would you do? I probably wouldn't tell anyone either. Yeah. But I think I'd go and invest it. <sighs> I know. Boring answer. Not all of it, though. You'd upgrade your house. I, I mean. wouldn't change my lifestyle significantly. Oh, I'm bored by that answer. I know. What do you mean? Of course you would. 20 mil? It's a lot of money. What if you win Powerball on Tuesday? I'm in there. 80 mil. Revs. Yeah. Just before we record this podcast, you told me you bought a lottery Ticket. Yeah, Powerball. I know. Yeah. It's relevant to you. I-, I know. Are you going to keep this up weekly? No. Do you know what? It's eclipse season. Yep. It's fucking full moon in Pisces and Luna, whatever. And I don't ever buy a lottery ticket, ever. I'm not around it. I don't search for it. It's not something I've ever done. So why this week? So I walked past one of those billboards that changes mm-hmm. and it came up. $80 million Powerball and it caught my eye and I was like, oh, you know what? That's tempting. Whatever. Went about my day, didn't think about it, didn't do anything about it. Then I was on Instagram and it got served to me and mm. I was like, I don't normally get served things like that, but oh, okay, whatever. And then I was walking the kids to school and this guy was like, had a magazine open, like a trashy weekly magazine and there was a full page ad, $80 million Powerball. You were and like, I was it's, like a it's a sign. sign. It's, it's a, a goddamn sign. sign from the eclipse moon in the universe that I should buy a Powerball ticket. So I bought 10 games. I spent $15. I picked my lucky numbers. So, you know, I'll Which are? I'm not telling. No, I'm genuinely curious. No. Dude, you're not blowing out a candle. Okay, and I guess no one's going to know what any of this means to me. My lucky numbers are one. Yep. Nine. Yep. Zero. Yep. Two. Two's mine. Seventeen. Odd. Fifteen. Fifteen makes sense. Eighty-five. And 11. Also makes sense. 11. Rogue. Yeah. Some rogue ones in there. Some in there that I could guess on. Yeah. Anyway, those are my numbers. Fascinating. Thanks for sharing. No one cares, but I care. (laughs) 
I definitely would make a few major donations up front. Absolutely. That's not to be virtue signaling, but there's a few causes I would be like, here you go, MS Research. Yeah. Have a ton of fucking money. Exactly. Yeah. Here you go, Independent Theatre Company. Have a go. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Independent Theatre. Spot for Jove. I'd be like, here's a million bucks. Do your killer season. Do it. Yeah. Anyway, I would do that. You know what? I don't think I could pull off lying about this now. Now I think about it, I think I'd be flashy as fuck. <laughs> you would. I, do you know what I'd be better you at? You love the good just life. Just get a boundary. I love the good life and I wouldn't be able to resist. So I think I'd have to just get a boundary around telling people to fuck off when they wanted money. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or give it to them. If you've got 80 mil, what's the harm? Yeah, you have a dollar. You hey, have oh, a dollar. Oh, it's jumped you up to 80. Well, that's what the Powerball is this week. Fuck me. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. More money, more problems. Yep, yep, yep. For sure. Next question. Mm-hmm. Who's your hall pass? Well, who's your hall pass? It's changed. Oh. It used to be Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. Don't get that but anyway what do you mean don't get it that's fine continue okay. you don't need to get it i don't it. need to it's get it. my it's thing your whole it was my thing okay i'm back on the chris hemsworth train oh that's so basic yeah but revs you and i have never had the same tasting guys no we haven't we haven't yeah yeah you do like a bit of muscle yeah yeah you like a well-crafted torso i do i do <laughs> i like to feel little you know yeah yeah, yeah. you like a statue of david yeah <laughs> hold me closer not so tiny david <laughs> what about you uh mine used to be idris elba oh my god but i, I got cured of that after seeing cats don't blame you because i saw him with a cat body and an asshole and you went that's not sexy I was like, there's nothing about that that i like yeah. so tap Cue it out <laughs> Ooh, do you know who i really like who this is so fucking niche and about 20 of you will know who this is rob delaney He's an American comedian who lives in the UK. He's in that show, Catastrophe. Oh, I love him. He's so oh, fucking yes. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get behind and this. And he's my type. He's like dad bod sexy. Yeah, yeah. He's Do you know hot. what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's tall and broad and alpha. Yeah. But and he's, he's a, dark and handsome. And he's dark and handsome, but yeah. he's a dorky dad. And yeah. that's kind of my dream man. Yeah, and his comedy makes him sexy. Yeah, yeah, and he's super smart and I funny. I find comedians hot. Yeah, I find comedians hotter than any other subsect of human. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Gem. Yes. Fave sex position. Ooh. I know. <laughs> right, I'm cowgirl. <laughs> Not reverse. Oh, front verse. Is so that a word? Sitting up? <laughs> just cowgirl. Cowgirl? <laughs> Is that just what sitting up's called? Sitting up? What a pedestrian name for a sexy cowgirl. <laughs> no, squatting on. Not squatting, kneeling on. I don't know, sitting on. Just cowgirl. Just riding a horse. Riding a horse. Yeah. Because there's cowgirl and then there's reverse cowgirl. Oh, you don't like reverse cowgirl? Something about the shape of my uterus. It's it's just not working. Not a good fit. Yeah. Okay. Not a good fit. (laughs) Yours? Hit Uh, me with your sex posse. I don't know if I have a favorite. I'm not even kidding. Oh. I do like to shake it up a few in one sesh. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but not everyone likes that. What? Like, I don't have a favorite way to finish. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like I don't Wait, have a... hold on, hold on. You mean some people have sex from woe to go in one position? Okay, yes, of course they do. It's called married people. No. <laughs> I know I, you I'm, don't, congrats. I'm a married person, <laughs> but we shake it up in All one right. sesh. Well, congrats. But no, of course. Did you not have like missionary married sex sometimes? I have missionary sex all the time, but it, not from woe to go. Oh. That's, we might end that way. That might be the midway oh, point. Okay. Well, now I'm getting to know a little bit more about you guys. That's cool. Oh, here's a follow on. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Who hasn't? Yes, obviously we've faked an orgasm. We're yeah. women who were born in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've definitely faked many orgasms. I've talked about this on the podcast before, <laughs> that I was riddled with Catholic guilt yep. growing up mm-hmm. and... Um, Never met an orgasm until much later in life. Yeah. So actually, my many years of faking it 
was me thinking I was having one until oh, I had no, one. And then I was terrible. like, I know. True story. That's awful. And then I had my first one and I was like, oh, oh. I'm addicted. <laughs> Pre-kids, yeah. obviously. Very different now. But in my early 20s, I was <clears> like, <throat> what? You want me to go out for dinner? Soz, I'm busy. <laughs> Like a freaking DJ sesh. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I faked many an orgasm, but I don't do it anymore. Oh, okay. Well, you just own it. Yeah, actually, I'm the same. If I'm not up for it, I'll just fake it. Fuck off. Make it happen. And also, this is something I've learned from the Zoomers. What? It's not good to fake it. Don't fake it. What? Make them work harder for it? It's performative and it's bullshit. Yeah. Don't fake an orgasm. Have it or don't. Yeah. I don't quite yet subscribe to that thing that the Zoomers say, which is like, sex can be pleasurable without ending in an orgasm. I'm like, yeah. Yes, but it's also quite unfinished. Oh, so unsatisfying. Like, I would probably have to sort that out myself. If Definitely. It happen in the sesh. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, that was great if it didn't end. So the Zoomers genuinely will tell a partner, I had an orgasm. Yeah, they're really comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. But then is the partner comfortable with that? Because that, well, that, yes. that can dredge up some deep-seated Do you know what? We need a, insecurities. We need a Zoomer correspondent on this. We can't pretend to know. Okay, that's yeah. true. We need to get some intel. Zoomers, yeah. slide on in. What's it like out there? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Do you guys talk the same way IRL as on the potty? Now, for those who don't know what IRL means, it means <laughs> in real life. Yep. Now, the good old acronym of the gram. Um, yes, we do. Yes, we actually actually do this is how we talk maybe not as snappily and snazzily and in real life i wouldn't stop myself from talking over you (laughs) true (laughs) i just talk over you dls of the potty when we do our live you might experience this um revs talks over me a lot which is fine she doesn't mean to your thoughts enter your brain and your mouth just opens and you start speaking halfway through while i'm speaking which is fine but on the potty we do a stop you finish your thought. Yeah, and because it's not nice listening to hear people bulldoze. And you know what? I should take that advice into everyday life, actually. It's okay. Yeah. But when we do a podcast live event, you might witness a bit of that. This and is actually, not- it'll be really... In- <laughs> you just did it again. <laughs> I just, I was just thinking it would be really interesting in the live potty if we actually pause ourselves and go, oh, wait, say that line again. Yeah. Or start that sentence again. We won't again. be able to because that's awkward. Well, we might. Look, this is how I know I've got a middle-aged successful white man in the past life because I feel very comfortable just talking over people. <laughs> Something I work very hard on. Oh, I love ya. But ultimately, yes, we do talk the same. Yeah, we do. Yeah. This is our vibe. Yeah, just maybe not as peppy sometimes, you sometimes, know? Yeah, sometimes they're a bit like, oh, <laughs> life, oh, life, with a cigarette hanging out of it, our mouths. Lol. Back in to. our early 20s. And following on from that question, what do you edit out of the podcast? Oh, it's not very exciting. No. Sorry. It's just like sometimes we'll take a big pause and that's boring. Yeah. Sometimes or- I can't find a word. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm very, very, very tired and I... <laughs> Often, most weeks when we record, I'm like, oh, what's that fucking word I'm looking for? Or Revs will just be like, that word. And I'll be like, ah. And then we cut that little bit in the middle out because no one needs to listen to my brain take a nap. No, it's not good content. No. Sometimes we'll lift out ums. Yeah. (laughs) We'll lift out some ums because, again, we used to edit it a lot more than we do now. Yeah. We used to lift out every um, every bit of dead air, every, uh, every hesitation. But we don't anymore. We don't anymore because we found our flow and also we just feel you don't need that kind of level of type anus in your day <laughs> so um yeah we've gotten a bit better at that yeah i 
few times we've said something, thought about it for a day or two and thought, do you know what? I actually don't think I fully agree with that or I've changed my mind on that. Totally. Or that feels a bit divisive or that mm. feels a bit exclusive. Yeah. We'll go back and take that out. And but that's rare. Definitely on the odd occasion, we've said things where we've in the moment gone, oh, that might offend people. Yeah. We're very mindful of that, especially as our podcast continues to grow. We mm. feel a bit more of a responsibility. Yeah. doesn't mean that we're censoring ourselves, but we're definitely not in the business of trying to say something offensive. Yeah, we're not interested in hurting anybody no. or triggering anybody or, you know, doing anything that isn't advancing the plight of mums. Correct. Next question. Do you have favourite children? Oh, yeah. Ooh, who's but, yours? But mine changes. I was just about to say yeah. the same. Depends what day of the week you catch me on. Yes. Today, mine's Isla because she's just very helpful. Mm. <laughs> she really helped us get out of the house this morning when her hungry, growing brother was having a shit fit. So today it's Isla. There is a benefit to having a pigeon pet where you can always say to Isla, you're my favourite daughter. Oh, yes. It's fantastic. And you can say to your son, you're my favourite son. I have a hack for that, though, from my nannying days. Yes. I used to say, you're my favourite five-year-old. Works a treat. Unless you've got twins and then you're on your own. But if twins of the same gender, you're screwed. You're screwed. (laughs) You're one of my two favourite (laughs) five-year-old girls. (laughs) Yes, I think everyone's full of shit if they don't have a favourite on any given day. Oh, definitely. Mine is definitely Rafa at the moment. Yeah. There you go. She's my happy-go-lucky easy to negotiate with look it's usually the kid that's the easiest yes. at the time that that's the favorite that's the favorite because you're not gonna just... be like i love my asshole two-year-old well the thing is though sometimes i'm just teddy's just my favorite because he's just a bit cuter do you know what i mean like there is a degree the of younger that. kid is cuter yeah they get is. away with more yeah it just is mm. but anyway i love them both equally wholeheartedly Obviously. as do you your kids jim one for you Ooh. <laughs> are you jealous of revs's newfound freedom I weekends off the kids. Absolutely. It's my answer. <laughs> Definitely. Look, there's no denying the challenges that come with being divorced. I've seen Revs navigate that single-handedly. It ain't easy. But am I jealous of her second weekends when she has no kids and she has Saturday and Sunday all to herself to do whatever the fuck she wants? Fuck yeah, I am. I'm not even going to pretend that. I love my kids to death and I feel very grateful that I get to see them 365 days of the year, (laughs) she says through gritted teeth. But mama needs a break sometimes. And last week, Revs was like, I've got this great weekend. I'm having lunch with this person, dinner with this person, then I'm going to a spa with my sister and da-da-da. And I just go, oh, man, I would... I'm literally spending every weekend going to kids parties mm-hmm. and taking my daughter to her swimming lessons and going and to the netball courts and yes, riding a and bike around in ride- circles. Yes, yeah, been it's there. Never ending yeah. and it's double edged, isn't it? It's double edged and like it is. Don't in, be in, too jealous. <laughs> look, but it is a perk. It's an absolute perk I didn't expect. Yes. And it has been an adjustment, but it's a welcome adjustment that I do have more personal time. Yes. And it has helped with the process of healing to sort of find myself again. But you know that fantastic weekend I had booked last weekend? Yeah, I know. It went you to know, shit. It went to shit and I went home and cried in between the things I had. You yeah. know, it's not all roses, but yes. Look, I'm not going to lie. It is nice to have a sleep every second weekend. A sleep in. I forgot about that perk. Or just like to get up and get yourself ready and out the door 
just yourself. Yes. That's a huge, huge perk. I haven't experienced that in four years. I don't know what it feels like to wake up to get myself out the door. And it helps because then, of course, when you're on, you're on. Totally. absolutely everything solo when you do have them. So, look, it's double-edged, but yes. So I'd say it kind of probably evens out. Yes. Um, Do you know what it is that I love? Just to reset. Yeah. That opportunity for a reset. Because sometimes that's what I'm craving. It's not so much time... I don't like my kids. I want to break from them. It's like, I just want a couple of days yeah, to, get back to on gather top. myself, yes. to reset, and then I can go into battle. Do <laughs> you remember I said this to you before you had kids? Mm. I didn't have Teddy yet, but I had Isla. And I remember you saying like, what's it like? Or something mm. like broad like that. And I was like, you know, those weekends where you go, I'm not going to do anything this weekend. I'm just going to like chill Mm. at home and do nothing Mm. remember that before kids when you could decide that well that's gone yeah kiss that goodbye (laughs) imagine a life with none of that (sighs) that's what it's like and you were like cool 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 (laughs) (laughs) but i love your divorce split yeah our custody setup's kind of good it's actually really good so for dls who are new to the potty revs and her ex used to do a week on and a week off and a week used to feel too long long. and and i would agree that a week away from my kids would feel too long yeah but now you've got this five two diet five two (laughs) diet where revs has the kids wednesday afternoons thursdays and fridays your ex has them monday tuesdays and wednesday morning yeah and then you alternate weekends like that's a really nice approach i feel I got to say, there are times when I miss week on, week off for me. Oh, because of the ease? Well, also, you get in more of a flow. Yes. Both ways. You get in a flow without them and a flow with them. Yeah, The that's chopping true. and changing, it's been... Stop sh- starty. It's stop starty. Yeah. And we've all adjusted now and the kids know, oh, it's Wednesday. So mum's picking us up. But there was a point where they were like, what day is it? Where am I going? You mm. know, instead of like, this week I'm with mum. This week I'm with dad. Yeah. But it was too long apart to have seven days apart. It was mm. just too long for everyone and what I think works well with the newest routine Mm -hmm. is that say if Isla has swimming Mm -hmm. on a Tuesday you have her every Tuesday so that's your commitment every week and it's consistent yeah so there's no like I don't know forgetting the goggles or the swimming costume or oh my god it's my week this week so I've got to be more organized with this oh but her goggles are at her dad's house and so in that respect the organized me really likes that it works really well to go I know that and also for work my boss knows I will be in the office every Monday Tuesday Wednesday Mm. and then I am not available to be in the office Thursday, Friday, because mm. I have, you know, the I kids, have, I have full duties and I, it's not going to work for me, but it also knows I can dedicate those days, mm. go really hard at work instead of what I used to do, which was much harder for my employee, mm. which was, I'm going to go hard this week and get a lot done and then flounder the next, flounder the next. And like, that's fine for me, but not good when you work in a team. And as a friend, I could never remember what week it what was, week it was. <laughs> yes. and then trying to plan things ahead of time. I'd be like, wait, is that Rebs' week on or week off? But now every week. Yeah. I know that Monday and Tuesday nights, you're free. Permission to whinge. Whinge. I will say I got the raw end of the day. I have to agree. (laughs) Because I got Monday, Tuesdays off. No one wants to go out on a Monday or a Tuesday night. Most restaurants are shut on a Monday night. Most restaurants are shut. But, you know, if you want to look at the silver lining, what it's forced me to do is go, okay, I'm going to do Pilates on Monday because I'm free and I'll do my walks on Tuesday. But really, I'd rather just have Thursday, Fridays and go out, but... It's fine. I'm a martyr. (laughs) (laughs) Rebs, question for you. Excellent. Pros and cons of single life. 
Okay. Kind of an extension of what we just talked about. But tell us more. Yeah, finding it hard to think of many pros at the moment. Well, single life, let's focus on the fact that you have a lot of autonomy. Yes. You live by yourself. Well, look, I got to say, I looked around my apartment the other day. Mm. You know, I'm an art director. I get off on little vignettes. Yes. And I had this two candles on this windowsill in this particular way that really tickled my pickle. Yes. And I was like, you know what? No one's going to move that. That's just how that is. No one's going to pop their football boots near that and ruin that vignette. That's going to stay how that is. That's a huge pro. It's a huge pro. You know, I have a favorite handbag that I just leave on the door. It doesn't bother anyone. And mm. I like to look at it even when I'm not going out and go, love that handbag. I have everything how I like it. Yes. Now, I'm aware of this because I do eventually want to fall in love again and share my life with someone and build a family. I would really like to do that eventually. So I'm trying not to get too into this. I like things the way I like them. Yeah, you don't want to get set in that way. Yeah, not be able to let anyone in because I recently did have a sleepover and I didn't like it. (laughs) Didn't like him in my space. Get out of my space. (laughs) I get Um, that. So I'm trying to stay open. I'm trying to more think of it as like I should enjoy this time in my life where I have everything how I want it and I'm just trying to find the happiness in that. So that's nice. Yeah, I agree. Relish in that. Relish in that. I also love starfishing out in my bed and being like, this is my fucking bed and I'll have it as warm or as cool as I want and the doona will be just where I want it. Best. Best. And I can put my podcast on on my phone next to my bed and just listen to it instead of earbuds or whatever. The other thing you can do is watch whatever you want. I can watch whatever TV. the fuck I want, whenever I want. I can have whatever I want for dinner. If I want to have peanut butter saladas, I will. Yeah, I always have a bit of a debate with hubs every night. What are we watching? It's a problem. It's a tussle. It's, it's a con a of marriage. Yeah, it's a con. <laughs> it's a fucking long con. No, not really. Yeah, it's that sense of like, I don't have to check in with anyone mm. about anything I'm doing, even when I have the kids. Yeah, I can parent my way. If I decide we're having wheat bix for dinner, we're having wheat bix for dinner. If the kids ask me something and I just feel spontaneous, I don't have to check in. We just go do the thing, you know? Mm. So I enjoy that. But I generally froth on autonomy in every aspect of my life. So that suits me. Yeah. Cons, it's lonely. Yeah. It's lonely. And just like any club at any point of life, I feel left out. And that's natural. That's going to happen. I feel left out of couple hangs or family barbecues. I promise you there aren't many that are happening. Revs, you're not missing out. I know. Unless you've got another group of friends who are like (laughs) thriving in that environment and sharing it on Instagram. No, I think, but there are scenarios when people don't think of you and people assume... Oh, well, she's got her weekend off, so she doesn't mm. want to see me and my kids. Oh, I've definitely made that yeah. assumption. She's I... probably out in a club, you know, and I'm not. <laughs> well, I, I do think, why would I subject you yeah. to a screaming two- and four-year-old? And also, you know what it's like with kids? You have half chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I much prefer quality time yeah. with my friends without the children. But I would challenge everyone, if you've got a single friend, kids or no kids, weekend off or weekend on... Still invite them. Yeah. If you want them there, I mean, don't force yourself. But do try and think of them because let them decide if they want to come or not. You know, it it is a bit lonely to be like, oh, I'm not in that club anymore and that's fine. And (laughs) But you're in a new club. I'm in a new club. Exactly. So that's a pro. You've surrounded yourself with some badass bitches. Some badass single bitches who are helping you navigate this time. And I think it's important that you have that. Exactly. So like anything in life, you lose and you win. You lose and you gain. It's not about winning. You lose and you gain. You let go and you gain. Yeah, you let go and gain. That's a nicer way of putting it. I love it. Okay, here's one. How do I get my mojo back? I assume they mean after kids. Look, when you find out, let me know. Yeah. (laughs) Two slide in. (laughs) 
not going to pitch divorce to you as a way of getting your mojo back feels very extreme. No, we were actually talking about this this morning. It's going to come. You will emerge. I am on the other side. I promise you will emerge. It happens. I don't know anyone who just sort of slid out of mojo for the rest of their lives, do you? I don't know. I, f- I hear it's just downhill the older you get. What? With your mojo. Who do you hear that from? Lots of people. Okay. I know that's a very depressing take on it. Yeah. I'd rather... What mojo are we talking about? Your sex drive, right? Oh, what I were you talking like about? thirst for life. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Mine... <laughs> sorry. Okay. Whoa. We were on like, different... Wow, we were on completely different trains. I was talking... Ex- <laughs> My understanding of it was that it was exclusively your sexual mojo. Oh, okay, let's do it. You're talking things. about life mojo. I mean, my mum is thriving I've never in her sixties. It makes me excited yeah. for that stage of life rather than dreading it. I yeah. just go, Yeah, girl, you've got it made. You're just full of dinner parties and Zumba and book club <laughs> galleries. Art Walks. galleries. Walks. Mum has a Wednesday morning walking club. Okay. I love it. it you do you, Gems Mum. Okay, so that'll definitely come. The yes. zest for life. Yeah. I'm already there. Yeah, great. Just I, if you mean the zest for life, as in just feeling like yourself and like there's things to look forward to and stuff to evolve into, that just comes. Like my youngest was four when I got my life self mojo back a little bit, and you know it took all that time. As for sexual sex mojo, libido, mm. I think that's very individual. Yes. Some people, it's like when they stop breastfeeding. Mm. It definitely wasn't that for me. Mm. Again, it took years. Absolute years. Gem's waiting for us to come back. I'm <laughs> still waiting. I'm still waiting. This is the thing. Like, when I have sex. You love it. I love it. Yeah. And then I'm like, like, do people know about this? I know. Like, <laughs> genuinely, I'm a broken record, but I'm always like, we should do that more yeah. to hubs yeah. all the time. And then I'm like back into the swing of life and then I'm just not up for it again. Yeah. And I don't get that. Like, I want to like sneak up on him and, mm. and you know what I mean? The problem is your pre-sex routine. Yeah. You got to let that go. But there's no other way. If we don't have it scheduled in, it won't happen. No, no, no. I mean that you want to shower and brush your teeth. You're never going to have spontaneous sneak up on him sex if you need to shower and brush your teeth first. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, let that go. I see what happens. You know, Hubs and I have booked a holiday. Oh. Just the two of us. Five nights. Do you want to tell the DLs what he asked you when you were booking accommodation? What did he ask? Do we need two rooms? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So for the new DLs, there is an episode where I talked about having a healthy marriage in separate beds. Yes. And Hubs and I don't share a bed. We sleep in separate rooms. It works for us because he's a snorosaurus. Mm-hmm. Drives me crazy. I don't sleep. And we said, hey, we are happier people kinder to each other when we're both well slept so let's prioritize sleep in our relationship and we sleep in separate beds so that's been happening since Iggy was born so Iggy's two so we've done two years of separate beds and it's working really well for us but now that we were booking a holiday the first holiday we've ever had where it's just the two of us now ordinarily when we book a family holiday we often book Airbnb so we book a three-bedroom house so we can sleep in separate rooms and then the kids sleep in a room but this is our first holiday just the two of us and we've booked a hotel room And Hubs, as Rev said, genuinely asked me, do we need to book two hotel rooms? And I was like, no, we are not doing that. I said, I will give up 
good sleep because we don't have children to parent in the morning. You don't need that reserve so much. Exactly. And also, how indulgent and expensive. (laughs) I mean, I was going to say, blow the budget. Massively blow the budget. But I'm very excited and I'm hoping I get my mojo back. Well, you're going to be able to have something that parents are like, what's that? Fucking morning sex. Yeah. And that's my favorite. Damn straight. And it's the thing you miss the most when you have kids because, you know, they're getting up before you. Ugh, and you can't, bore. you can't do that sleepy, stretchy rollover. Hmm, hello. Mm. And now you can. We will be able to. And, and I very much look forward to it. And that wouldn't be the same if it was like, you up? <laughs> can I come in? I don't know. I wouldn't mind it. Then I'd be like, oh, just brushing my teeth. Oh, God. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. I can't. Embrace spontaneity. I you might enjoy it. I might. Here's a fun one. I need a formal statement. Read Gem's life palette change up. What about it? Well, you are telling everyone you're letting go of the life palette. You're moving into more color. It's true. I am. For new listeners, Gem used to have a strict neutrals <laughs> and whimsical pale color life palette. Let me give you a taste. It'd Tonal. Torp. It'd be ochre. It'd be driftwood. It would be sand, s- sand, sea salt. You know, pastel, pissy little colours. <laughs> tonal. It's tonal. Tonal. Sure. Anyway, she's since COVID gotten herself into dopamine dressing, and she's all about the purples, the pinks, the blues, the yellows. I've introduced colour into my life. Yes. Talk it up. How's it going? And please, can we have a formal statement? I would like to formally state that I still like my natural neutral palette, mm-hmm. but with splashes of colour. Oh, okay. So it's only splashes. It's splashes. Okay. It's not. I'm not going to suddenly refurnish my entire house and have colour, colour, colour everywhere. Mm-hmm. But things like, you know, I got some colour in my cushions. Oof, go and wild. <laughs> I know. A bit of a colourful throw. New doona covers with colour. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not so fearful of it. Good. Because we all need a bit of dopamine dressing and st- dopamine styling in our lives. Yes, we do. After the three years that we've had. Don't say it like that. No, I think it's a positive thing. I think we all need a bit of colour. And if you need colour inspo... I highly recommend that you follow. This isn't my not spawn, by the way. <laughs> at Jumbled Online. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happiness. In an Instagram page. Yes. It's joyous. It's colourful. They do homewares. They do art, bedspreads, the works, fashion. Accessories. Check it out. Jumbled Online for some colour inspo. Okay, this is a fun question. Yep. When are the live shows happening? <gasps> Ooh, wouldn't you like to know? Deals, we are this close to having a date. We are just waiting on this venue coming back to us. Look, we're going to start, sorry if you're not here, but we're going to start with a little baby Sydney show. Yeah. We're going to do a Sydney show, maybe two shows at the one place and see how it goes. Yep. You know, COVID kind of like cock blocked us and we couldn't do the tour we were hoping to do. It did scare us off. You know, we just thought, oh my God, imagine forking out all this money on venues. And of course, like we want to make the event fun. It's going to be amazing. Like goodie bags galore. Yes. Maybe some under the chair prizes, you know, just lucky door prize. I just want to be like Oprah, you get a car, you get a car. It's more like you get a keep cup. (laughs) You get a keep cup, but sure. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we want it to be a really good night out. And so we're just going to try one killer event first. Yes. As Jem always tells me, you've got to, you know, walk before you can run. Yeah. So we're going to do that. It's going to be this year and it's going to be not far past the middle of the year. <laughs> we just don't have a date yet. Venue pending. Venue pending. But That's, it's going to be fun. We are working on it, guys. We promise. And it's going to be a hell of a time. Rebs, mm. what's a fashion trend mm. 
you do not want to get into. This will be a surprise to all of no one. Cutouts. Oh, cutouts. Fuck off, cutouts. Be gone already. We're, We're done. done with you. We're done with you. No one wants to see my left tit. Bye. No one wants to see my right rib cage. No. And as we know, they look great standing up in the mirror and then move. It's all over. Don't move and you can see that it's just a sausage casing ripping open, like Jem calls it. <laughs> you could literally take the perfect selfie in a cutout, mm-hmm. walk out a shot and it's not pretty. Not pretty. And, you know, God forbid you sit down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's not a restaurant outfit. No. It's like a standing cocktail event and, outfit. And, and what kind of event like that are we attending? Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. So X nay on the cutout A. What and about you? Low riders. Oh, jeans, yeah, 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 yeah. Circa... Christina Aguilera yeah. dirty yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want my pubes splashing out the top. Don't have pubes. What did we talk about that I had? Kiwi fruit fuzz. Don't need my kiwi fruit fuzz saying hello up the top of my jeans. No, no one needs it. We've done it. Goodbye. It's very uncomfortable. It's just not attractive. You know, Rafa wears everything low rider. She does, yeah. Because she's got an outy <laughs> belly button, like quite a pronounced actual belly button mm. that you can push. I've noticed that when I get her changed for ballet, you know, ballet tights, mm-hmm. you hoik those things up. Yeah, right up. Up high, almost up to your bra sometimes to make sure they don't fall down. Rafa wears her ballet tights down on her hips. Yeah, right down low. Yeah, so because her belly button gets in the way and it rubs against the tights. Very uncomfortable for her, so she'll probably hope that by the time she's a teenager that low-rider jeans are back. Her Audi won't stay Audi forever, though. What? It probably won't. I used to have an Audi. <gasps> what? It's sucked back it's in? It's gone in. What do you mean? I know. It was an Audi when she was Rafa's age, when she was four. I think she, when she was around five, it started to sort of change and it went in. No. I mean, I don't know what was going to happen to Rafa's button, but yeah. I will be so sad if I she know. loses her actual button belly button. I know. No. I know. Okay. Here's a goodie. Yep. What advice would you give yourself pre kids? Ooh. Apart from sleep, sleep while you can. The most unhelpful advice ever. Yawn. If only you could bank sleep. (laughs) If only. The only thing that comes to mind for me is a cliche and that's just enjoy the good moments. Mm. Like I I look back at my twenties and there were so many golden moments, moments with friends, celebratory moments. Something I've never learned to do is to celebrate when something great happens Mm. in your life. And it doesn't have to be like anything momentous or traditional things that we celebrate, but just little wins. I didn't take the moment to go, nah, Gem, that was cool. I'm really proud of you for getting through that. I just kept rolling ahead with life. Mm, To be present. Yeah, it is mindfulness and presence for sure. Like 36-year-old Jem almost wishes I could go back to 21-year-old Jem and do it all again, knowing what I know now. And I wouldn't change anything, even the heartbreaking moments and horrible experiences I went through. But the thing I do differently is just enjoy the good times more because I hate that I reflect and go, you have no idea how fun that was. Do you remember the era of us living in Stanmore, going to see Jackson Jackson. We were so responsibility free. Carefree, yeah. And it was the best time. Yeah. There's that quote from The Office. Do you know it? Yeah. I wish there was a way of knowing you were in the good old days when you were in, in them. In the good old days, yeah. Yeah. Hungy P. Mm. What about you, Revzy? Look, mine's a bit more ambitious. Yeah. I would say to pre-kid me, get a few rungs on the career board. Get oh. yourself to a place where you want to come back. I was, As in when you go on mat leave. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you kind of step out of your career for yep. a few years. If some people never go back. But if you do sort of want to go back or plan to go back, mm. try and project a little bit to what you want to come back to. 
Yeah. So I didn't really focus on that. I was kind of more like, oh, okay, I'm ready to have kids. I want to have kids. And everything kind of funneled into that focus on starting a family. Yeah. I wish I had had a little bit more foresight of like, okay, what seeds do I want to sow now mm. to reap post kids? Not post kids. <laughs> post maternity. Yes. Yeah. Like, where do I want to come back in? This is interesting to hear you talk about this because you were a business owner. Yeah. And I you- wouldn't do that again. Yeah. I wouldn't be a self-employed business owner and start a family all at once. Because that's like having two families that you're juggling. You know, you got to yeah. juggle. I mean, I know you do it. So it's, yeah. You know, but me and my ex were in the business together. So it's just like a massively big commitment. Yeah. I love being a business owner and I love having a business while having kids because of the flexibility. Yes, and there's huge pros to that. But if your business requires you full time all the time to be on it and there's no diversification. So, you know, your husband has a job outside of your business. Yes. And I guess what I was trying to get to is I could never go into business with my husband. We would absolutely kill each other. other. And I think it's amazing that you were able to step through that with your ex-husband. Having a business together is hugely strange stressful and and incredibly hard and like having a baby together and then you also have a real baby and you're like this is too many babies at once yeah tricky so I would have kind of worked more into what do you think you would have transitioned out of business yeah if I'd had the foresight Mm. but of course I didn't but yes I would try and get a foothold in where I wanted to come back to yeah not that you can't ever it's never too late to like get going in a new direction but never you know I think it would be helpful (laughs) yeah but then it's also that argument of there's never a good time to have kids no it's the kind of thing the good mum would do though wouldn't it and and did like she forecasted she was like okay this is where I want to be in my work life by this time because then I want to start trying for kids you know it's like a really mature grown-up person who knows what they're doing with their life thing to do yeah but I come from the experience of trying to put all that into place even while working for myself and then couldn't get pregnant for nearly two years and that was so frustrating And then I think, imagine if I had waited yeah. even longer because yeah. I was too busy trying to get a foothold yeah. into my career yes. or my business. Let's just make them the same. Yeah. Whatever career goals you want to achieve. I'm relieved that I didn't wait. Yeah. Knowing what I know now yeah. and the weight that was waiting for me. Mm. <laughs> well, there we go. The lesson really is surrender to life's <laughs> undulating path. <laughs> <laughs> do i reckon i agree that's enough about us well deals um we helped no one and we indulged in chat about ourselves but we hope you enjoyed coming along for the ride (laughs) and learning a little more about revsy and jemsy we'll be back on friday but you can jump on the socials the facebook group is going off again yes popping off with all sorts of chatter can i just say Mm -hmm. i am really excited by how excited our dls are about the sex candle there you go there's a tip get your mojo that's how you get your mojo back buy a sex candle you buy a sex candle it's going to be available very soon and it releases something it makes you horny it's sexy it's sexy (laughs) i'm gonna say it it's sexy one of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast Ooh, bah. sexy <laughs>